and Vera Payne. In the last week, Delta 8 THC has been headlined as CBD on crack. So what is Delta 8 THC and is it something to be worried about? Chief Executive Officer of Lifted Made, Nicholas Warrender, joins me to discuss this and his company. Thanks for joining me, Nick. It's a pleasure. Thank you. So tell me about your company, Lifted Made. So Lifted Made is a wholly owned subsidiary of a publicly traded company called Acquired Sales Corp. We just recently changed the name to Lifted, so that'll reflect here soon. But we're a small public company originally based out of Zion, Illinois. We just moved up to Kenosha, Wisconsin. And we are a product development and manufacturing company for consumer branded cannabinoid products all derived from hemp. Wow. How long have you guys been in business for? So we've been in business uh, going on seven years now. Started as a really small operation back in 2014. Started in the vape space and worked out of a little 10 by 10 room at my mom's house. It was just me. And we kind of slowly grew this company and hired on more staff and then moved into a little bit bigger facility in Zion, which was kind of our first home. We outgrew that within two years pretty quickly. And now we're up to, we're breaking over 50 employees now. And we just moved into a beautiful new state-of-the-art facility here in Kenosha. And now that we're public, it's really cool. So it's been quite the journey going from a very tiny private company and building it up and going through a merger acquisition and now being in the public arena. We're just looking to build one of the largest publicly traded cannabinoid cannabis slash hemp companies by consolidating other good entrepreneurs and having a decentralized approach where you know entrepreneurs can come into this thing, have partners with other operating companies and really grow large and be able to get through regulations and you know, all the headaches of emerging industries and what come with them. So we've got quite a bit going on over here. Yeah, that sounds like it's went from one thing from vapes to cannabinoids. And it sounds like it's a natural progression because vapes, obviously, you smoke it. But, man, you started out with actually basketball. So how did you go yeah. from doing basketball? I think it says here you're a DJ at some point. You did something there. Like, what is going on with your life? Yeah, sure. So my life's been abnormal. Very, very interesting. Basketball was my first love. Traveled a lot playing basketball. Played on the national scale. Learned how to win gracefully. Learned how to lose gracefully. When I was a teen, I went on a cruise that ended very strangely. I ended up in a third world country. I ended up getting abducted, found myself in in a prison down in Belize, and by God, made it out of there. And when I got out of there, I came down with some health complications that they think kind of tied back to this trip. So um, I lost a lot of my physical abilities. I couldn't perform on the basketball court anymore. I ended up at a small private local college where, you know, I explored music as a new outlet and kind of had to you know, find what my purpose in life was once again. So music and, and the arts really kind of drawed me in to be able to express myself. And I feel like all of those kind of culminated into this entrepreneur spirit where, you know, I wanted to create something bigger than myself. I wanted to be able to offer opportunities to other people that, you know, I wasn't offered and it's just kind of been this uh, amazing journey of growing as a human being, uh, growing as an entrepreneur, and 
really working hard. You know, the dedication to becoming a champion in basketball was always what do you do when no one's looking? And it really is the same thing in business as well as in, you know, music and the arts. So, yeah, it's been quite quite the journey of, of getting here. But I'm a firm believer that, you know, you go through different phases in life and it gives you tools for what, you know, that next chapter of life looks like. And you know what? This is a great example of being an entrepreneur, how you have to learn how to pivot. Everything in business is just pivoting and learning how to reshape, reform, and just go forward again in life. Now, I know basketball to like DJs and now you're you're doing like you did the vapes. Why vapes, though? I mean, of all things you could have went into, what made you pivot towards vapes? That's a very... Good, interesting question. And I've never smoked in my life. I've actually always hated cigarettes. Uh, they kill more people in this country, cigarette-related deaths, than anything else. Uh, my dad smoked as a kid, and I just despised it. So I got introduced to a friend of a friend who was developing e-liquids, and this was very early in the vape industry. This is before Juul, um, before it was really mainstream. And at that time, a lot of products were getting imported from overseas. There wasn't a lot of transparency on ingredients and different chemicals that were being used. So I got introduced to this gentleman to help develop their website, which is kind of funny based on our previous conversation, do some brand development and website development. And after I learned a little bit more about the technology, the studies that were being done on how could be a much better alternative to combustion. He felt I would be a good partner. So I came in as a partner in that business. This is early 2014. And we started a small company. Unfortunately, he passed away a little under a year after we had launched the business and we had lost kind of everything. So he committed suicide. He was an army vet. You know, I praise this guy's name and And uh, after I went through that, I really felt the need to kind of carry on this vision and this journey. Uh, Everybody's like, man, you just need to stop. You know, you lost all your money. You lost your partner. You lost your facility. So I had a small box that had some raw goods in it. And I went to my mom and said, you know, you got this little 10 by 10 room in your warehouse. Do you mind if I give this thing a shot? That's where Lifted came to fruition. That was like the embryonic Lifted came from this really kind of dark place. No money, (laughs) no help. And it was a journey that I felt we could have a good mission. You know, we could help people get away from cigarettes. The kind of results that people were seeing from our customer base was incredible. They're like, not only has this helped me stop smoking, but it's really changed my life. It's changed my outlook. It's changed the relationships in my life. So I thought, wow, you know, this is a purposeful endeavor and... I've always been a kind of a purpose-driven person. So as regulations continued in the vape space, we're a very small company. So we had little ability to continue to get through these regulations. And with the health complications I faced after my journey in Belize, I was introduced to CBD prior to the federal farm bill. So I personally started taking it and really noticed a difference in my pain levels. And I felt that, wow, you know, this could be in alignment with our mission, but also give us the ability to continue to be innovative while e-cigarettes and and vape products, there was a freeze on the market. You couldn't innovate, you couldn't launch new products, and it really stopped the progression of us as a company due to these regulations. So hemp and CBD at that time was brand new. Uh, We developed a formula that you could add into your vape e-liquid and you could vape without nicotine. So you could vape it with just CBD 
And the kind of response we were getting once again from consumers was incredible. I'll never forget, we got this email from a veteran down in the Carolinas. And he said, you know, I drive to this vape shop where I get your CBD once a month. And it's gotten me off of all my prescription medicines. And it's really changed my life. So that was our transition into the hemp space. You know, it really followed the same kind of mission. And it gave us the ability to continue to expand. And that's how we, you know, fully started to transition away from nicotine type products and, and really put our focus on this new emerging hemp industry, which, you know, really brought us to what our main focus is today. Yes, the Delta 8 THC. Now, that's a mouthful. What exactly is this stuff? Yeah, so Delta 8 is one of many cannabinoids that are found in the hemp plant. People are very familiar with THC in a general sense. That type of THC, which you would find at a dispensary, is called Delta 9 THC. The federal definition of THC is very specific to Delta 9, and that must be below this 0.3% threshold. So as we went and did more development with CBD, we learned about other cannabinoids like CBG and CBN, as well as CBC. You know, Delta 8 started to come to fruition last year. And nobody really knew what it was with some of the chemists that we work with had gotten our hands on some and found that it's a very interesting cannabinoid, very different than Delta-8. You don't get the typical anxiety associated with THC. You don't get the foggy-headedness. You don't get the couch lock. You don't have this kind of come-down, useless feeling. You're very clear. You get this nice, uplifting-type euphoric feeling. You're not paranoid. You don't get the red eyes or the dry mouth. And you don't have that anxiety where, you know, you don't want to have difficult conversations. Like, it really helps kind of refresh your brain, stay focused, you're clear, but it gives you this kind of nice uplifting feeling that can help, you know, relieve the day, as I like to call it. So it was a super interesting cannabinoid. As a cannabis user myself, I found myself going more toward Delta 8 and Delta 9 for all of those reasons. And we felt, wow, you know, I think that this is really what people were expecting with CBD, that you kind of get this immediate feeling. And we were one of the first brands to launch on a national scale with Delta 8. We've created this great brand called Herb, U-R-B. And, you know, now we're seeing great success in this industry. And, and once again, just seeing raving reviews from our customers on how this has become kind of a staple in, in making their lives better throughout the day. So that's kind of the lowdown on Delta 8. Wow, that's amazing. So you guys have like your own little research and development going on. You guys are pushing boundaries. Is this something that's common within the industry or is this something that you pride yourself on? I mean, we certainly pride ourselves on pushing boundaries. We've kind of always found ourselves to be leading the pack when it comes to like new and innovative products. Not to say we're the largest company in the space, but we're also consumers. So our company is made up of people that love cannabis, love hemp, and love cannabinoids. So we always like to find that next best thing. You know, nowadays we're working on different formulations that can help with, you know, clarity and focus that can help you relax and unwind that can help give you creative energy. Uh, we're finding that mixing these different cannabinoids, whether it be CBD, CBG, CBC, Delta-8, now we're looking in the Delta-10, THCV. And there's a plethora of new cannabinoids that are now coming to fruition after the Farm Bill is passed that's given us a lot more abilities to do further research and development and really dial in products for consumers. You know, looking at, once again, the cannabis industry, it's very singular. You know, you have 
Delta 9 THC or THCA, which converts into Delta 9 after you heat it up and, and decarboxylate it. So we thought, wow, you know, for people that don't like cannabis, there's so many other cannabinoids that don't have the negative annotations of Delta 9, and they're not easily accessible for consumers. So why not us? You know, why don't we step up to the plate and really start developing products that give people specific effects rather than, you know, one size fits all? I'm sure you guys, because I know a lot of people are pretty excited in the next couple of years because hopefully, you know, cannabis will be federalized legally. How do you guys expect to expand with that? Is this something where you see yourself becoming like a much larger market or are you just going to stick in Illinois? We currently do national distribution. That's one of the great things about the hemp industry is it doesn't have the state-by-state borders that the cannabis industry has to regulate and work within. So, you know, Delta 9 for us is going to be that last cannabinoid that we'd like to introduce once it becomes federally legal. And we feel if we continue to build good distribution throughout the United States, continue to build consumer confidence in our brand, that it'll just be a natural progression and it'll just be one more offering that that we can give. So, you know, we look at ourselves as a cannabis company. Hemp is the cannabis plant, and these cannabinoids were always present in the cannabis plant. So we're looking at it from its most natural state of how do we create these really broad spectrums that have all these different cannabinoids. We'd love to be able to introduce Delta 9 as well into those formulas. And, you know, when that day comes and it becomes federally legal, not a whole lot will change for us other than we'll just have, you know, one other great cannabinoid to be able to work with as we develop new products. Well, Nick, thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate you being here. And for those listening, where can they find more information about you? Sure. So our website's liftedmade.com. That's L-I-F-T-E-D-M-A-D-E.com. This has been the Mason Vera Payne Show. Thanks for listening. Can't wait to hear more? Head to WGNRadio.com for exclusive content by Mason. Also, follow Mason on Facebook and Twitter at Mason Vera Payne. That's all one word. And don't forget to share the show with your friends.